Welcome to Pilates Elephants with your host, Raphael Bender. Today, I want to talk about how to collect effective testimonials. Now, this is going to be of benefit to you if you are a studio owner, if you are a solo Pilates uh, business operator, and also if you are a Pilates instructor working for someone else. Yes, testimonials will be incredibly valuable for you, regardless of whether you are self-employed, whether you employ other people, or whether you are employed by somebody. Testimonials are incredibly powerful because they provide social proof. Social proof is proof provided by other people using your services and endorsing you, who you don't pay to endorse you. Uh, And that simply means that people are going to trust you more. Prospects are going to trust you more when there are other people, uh, you know, people just like them who've used your service and who rate you very highly and say, yes, you really delivered you know, what I, what I wanted, what I needed. Uh, now, dear listener, I, you know, I imagine I don't have to work very hard to convince you of this because we live in a, a culture now where when you buy, you know, most things like on Amazon or, you know, Rotten Tomatoes or Uber, you know, there are star ratings for that product or that service. Um, on eBay, you know, people have, you know, all the sellers have star ratings. And I imagine that you uh, pay attention to those a lot of the time. I know I do when I go to Amazon and I'm looking for a particular product. Uh, I pretty much always choose the product that has the combination of the highest number of reviews with the highest average rating of reviews. Uh, so I don't know your exact strategy, but I would imagine that uh, for most of us, we pay fairly significant attention to those reviews. Now, how does that apply to a Pilates business or a Pilates um you know, a Pilates instructor. Well, if you're a, if you're making a claim, right, if you're a, say, if you're a Pilates business, you're a Pilates studio owner, or you uh, have a, a solo business teaching Pilates and you see clients at home or online. Well, if you're saying, hey, uh, you know, prospective client, I will help you solve this problem. I will help you, you know, get rid of your back pain, let's say. Well, you know, you can say, well, I'm, you know, certified and I've got this process and I can, that's why I can really help you get rid of your back pain, right? And that, you know, that you can make a compelling argument, but really the person's basically only got your word for it. Whereas if you have, you know, a testimonial up there from a, a person about, you know, similar-ish to the, per, to the prospect, you know, same, similar age, similar symptom, similar problem, and they say, well, since working with Mary, my back pain is gone. I can't believe it. I've had this back pain for years, and now four weeks later from working with Mary, no back pain. Unbelievable. Right? So that actually makes your claim a lot more trustworthy because there's this third-party person who's not paid by you, who's just a consumer of your services, who says, yeah, no, Mary really knows her stuff. Mary's awesome. Right? Mary really helped me. My back pain's gone. Now, if you've got 50 of those testimonials, that becomes not only much more believable, but it becomes very hard to disbelieve. When you have a, what Alex Hormozzi calls a great big pile of proof or a great big wall of proof that is bigger than your prospect's great big pile of skepticism, they can't help but believe what you're saying, right? If you say, hey, I can help you fix your back pain, 
And they say, ah, you know, everyone promises that, right? And then you say, well, here are 130 people <laughs> who I helped fix their back pain. And then you, li- you list, you know, you, there's photos and names and written testimonials from those people saying, oh, my goodness, Mary, help me. After working with Mary for six weeks, my back pain's gone. And the other person says, I've had this back pain for a decade. And now after four weeks with Mary, it's gone. And it's just like a hundred of those, you know, lined up in a row, right? By the time they get to the fourth or 20th or 60th one of those, most people are going to get to a state where they're thinking like, well, I guess Mary really does know how to help people with their back pain, right? It becomes hard to disbelieve something when there's a massive, great big wall of proof there for it. Now, if you're a Pilates instructor who works for somebody else, you might be thinking, well, you know, how does this apply to me? Well, I think it's very applicable to you. Now, not many people are doing it, but I think more more, more benefit to you when you do do it. So just say you uh, teach at someone's studio and you want to have more clients in your classes, right? Well, you might post on social media. You might put all your testimonials up on a page or you might post on social media and send someone to your Google reviews page, right? And say, hey, come join my class. I've got over, you know, 97 five-star Google reviews you know, from happy clients, check them out here, right? Or you might feature a review from a client on your social media post or whatever, right? Send people to those um, posts. That is compelling, right? That is a massive point of difference. Uh, And when you, that's, but that's not all. (laughs) When you talk with, when you go for a job, right? You go for a job, you're looking for a job in a studio, you go, you're, you're applying for a job. You say, oh, you know, instead of just like, you know, dear sir slash madam, here's my curriculum vitae in close for your perusal, right? You say, well, here's a link to my 97 five-star Google reviews, <laughs> right? From happy clients. Employers are just going to go wild for that stuff. Or when you, you know, uh, are talking with, you know, you know, an employer about pay, Right? If you can generate referral uh, Google reviews or testimonials, whatever, for yourself, or even better for the studio, then you you know that is a massive point of leverage for you to get more pay because these things are have a actual monetary value uh, for a business owner, which I'll share with you uh, momentarily. So I think this uh, this. What I'm going to share with you applies uh, in this episode applies whether you're a studio owner, whether you work for yourself, or whether you're employed by someone else. Uh, so, you know, what is the power of a testimonial? Well, uh, you know, we've collected at this point on our US website, we've got an Australian website, we've got about 300 testimonials or a bit under. Uh, on our US website, we've got f- just under 400. We've got 396 Google reviews at this point with an average rating of five out of five stars. Uh, and uh, it's taken us a long time to develop, but we now have a process where essentially almost every client gives us a five-star review. So not like not like every client who gives us a review gives us a five-star review, like almost every client we have gives us a five-star review. Uh, and we that's not by accident. That's because we have a process for collecting those reviews and making sure that, you know, the vast majority of them are five-star reviews. Uh, And so I'm going to share that process with you on how to collect glowing reviews or testimonials 
and how to use those reviews and testimonials to get more customers or get more pay or get better job. So firstly, what is a testimonial? Testimonial is just, uh, it could be a written review on something like Google reviews or Yelp or uh, Net Promoter. Um, it could be a video review. Uh, it could just be a written testimonial, like a screenshot of a Facebook comment or a screenshot of a text message or something like that. All of these work. I think it doesn't really matter which platform you use. I guess I do lean towards choosing one platform for reviews, whether it's Google or Yelp or Net Promoter, because then you can house all of your reviews in one place, which is perceived as an, sort of an objective third party. Like no one thinks Google's sort of biased towards your business or something, right? So, so if they see those reviews on Google, people view them as, you know, more objective uh, than if, you know, you've just got a folder full of text messages that people have sent you, for example. Now, I think it's great to have those text messages. I think text messages, screenshots of text messages are very powerful, but I think just, the, I think the value of probably of Google, probably a better way to phrase it is Google or Net from Promoter or Yelp or whatever, is to collect them all in one place. And so people can see the average rating. So you know that like, Google, you're not just displaying the good ones. You're displaying every review that's been given. It's like if the average is like 4.8 or whatever, well, that's amazing. And that means that you know, almost everyone's giving you a five-star review. So that that's a very powerful statement because it means you can't cherry pick. Uh, so I think reviews are very powerful. Uh, I do lean you know, pretty strongly towards using some form of written review as your primary thing. I think video testimonials are amazing. They're very powerful, but they're a lot harder to collect because a lot of people are quite anxious about putting themselves on video. Uh, and so it's much harder to get people to do video testimonials, where it's much easier to get people to write uh, reviews. So I would uh, lean towards, you know, asking every client for a review and then some select subset of those people asking them to also do a video. Uh, but I would say that the written reviews should be the mainstay of uh, of what you do with a you know with a you know ten percent of people also providing a video or ten or twenty percent of people. So that is the basic strategy. Now, I think you know the how did this how does this add dollars to your business? Well, it just like I said at the start, it makes you more trustworthy and. Uh, when people trust you more, they're more likely to buy stuff from you. Like we uh, use our reviews on all of our landing pages. So when people click on our ads, uh, they go to a, a page called a landing page. And uh, all of those landing pages have a great big wall of proof, you know, dozens, scores, or a hundred or more review, you know, um, screenshots copied and pasted onto that page. So people can just see a great big wall of undeniable proof that we can actually deliver what we say we can deliver for them. Um, and that significantly increases conversion on those pages. So we get about a 50% better conversion on a page by adding you know, reviews to that page, um, which literally means 50% more sales for us, right? So this is a, this is, you know, what would your business look like if you increase sales by 50%? Uh, so this is a very big lever that you can pull in your business, in my opinion. All right. So how do you collect, you know, a five star or, you know, 10 out of 10 net promoter score or whatever? How do you collect a glowing and effective review from essentially you know, almost every client. Uh, and so firstly, I want to talk about how, what what does an effective testimonial look like? Uh, because I think most testimonials that I see in the Pilates world are not what I would 
consider effective uh, or compelling. Uh, and secondly, how to, you know the actual you know A to Z process of how to collect you know, effective, compelling testimonials from basically every single client. So firstly, I think, you know, what I see when I look around at uh, Pilates businesses and see testimonials is I see a lot of what I consider to be very bland, mediocre testimonials. Uh, I see things like, you know, I love working with Mary. She's such a wonderful human. She's got such an eye for detail. She always gives me, you know, specific corrections on my technique and, you know, she's very pleasant to work with. I enjoy, always enjoy Mary's classes. Right now, to me, that is a very blur testimonial. No matter how heartfelt it is, it just doesn't communicate anything very useful because what that, the, the, the person reading the review, the testimonial, they're considering becoming your customer. Right, and they're thinking, okay, I want to do Mary's classes, and let's say that they want to do your class because they have back pain and they want to get rid of their back pain. Right, so thinking, okay, I'm considering doing classes with Mary, but I've got back pain, and I'm I'm skeptical that Mary can actually help me with my back pain. Right now, maybe I'm skeptical because I actually don't trust Mary, or maybe I'm skeptical because I think, like, well, I'm sure Pilates works for back pain for most people, but it doesn't work for me because I've got this special situation, like maybe because I'm old or because I have the wrong body shape or I'm not flexible or I'm not very coordinated or whatever, right? I've got this special thing about me that makes it, you know, this won't work for me. That's what most of us think about, you know. <laughs> these types of things. So so they're reading this, and if that testimonial says, oh, Mary's a lovely person and she corrected my form and whatever, it's like, well, that doesn't really, that's not very compelling, right? But if that testimonial says, you know, I was, you know, as someone who's 65 years old and you know, very uncoordinated, I was very skeptical that Pilates could help my back pain, but let me tell you, I'm a convert. After four weeks, my back pain is 90% better and I'm loving life. I'm back to playing with my grandkids and we're doing the gardening for hours every day, pain-free. If you've got a sore back, you should try this, right? That is going to like make me lift my eyebrows and go, huh, maybe this stuff really does work, right? Maybe Mary really can help me, right? And the magic ingredients in that testimonial, uh, there are two things. And so I think a compelling testimonial includes one or both of these things. It includes either the result that you help your clients obtain, so in this case, relief from back pain, and slash or the obstacles that you help them overcome in pursuit of that result, right? So for instance, the perception that I'm too old or I'm too unfit or I'm the wrong shape or whatever, right? Or maybe you offer online sessions, right? And maybe people are skeptical that they'll get an effective workout online or they'll get, you know, quality, you know, uh, supervision online, right? So if your testimonials say, I was skeptical about working online, but let me tell you, after a month of working with Mary, I'm you know, I'm a testimonial writer myself, right? Because my back pain's gone, right? That is highly compelling stuff, right? So the test, and if a compelling testimonial doesn't talk about what a wonderful person you are or how detailed your cues are or how much fun your classes are or any of that stuff. What it talks about is the result you helped your clients achieve and the obstacles you helped them overcome in pursuit of that result, right? So that's what a compelling testimonial looks like. All right, so... The next question is, well, 
how do we obtain <laughs> lots of testimonials and how do we obtain lots of compelling testimonials? Because often when you ask your client for a testimonial, you say, oh, Mary, you know, would you write me a testimonial? And Mary's like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And then she writes this glowing thing and goes on and on and on for 400 words, <laughs> tells her life story. And it's, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you're such a wonderful person and I love the cups of tea you give me and the you know, way you cue me when I do the hundreds or whatever. And it's like, it doesn't actually talk about the result at all. <laughs> like, you didn't mention how I helped you get rid of your back pain. <laughs> um, so, we need to provide structure for our clients in the form of asking questions that they can answer uh, uh, rather than just saying, will you write me a testimonial? Um, so I'm going to share with you the questions that I'm going to, that we, that I recommend or questions we use. Uh, and, but first I'm going to tell you how to obtain lots of testimonials. So I'm going to say that you should obtain testimonials for about 90% of your clients, right? So basically, nine out of every 10 clients you have should give you a five-star or, you know, 10-star, you know, basically 100% mark uh, review. So here is the process we use at Breathe Education that, um, you know, that gives us basically that result. Uh, so the first thing is you frame it early on. Now, so the best time to do this is when you first meet the client. So when you're onboarding your new client, you know, when you, you first have your first assessment or induction with them, uh, you can do this. Now, if you've got lots of existing clients that you, you've had for years, don't worry, you can still do this. So the, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is right now. So you can do this and you should do this with all of your existing clients as well. And this just is framing that at some future date, you will, go, you will ask them for a testimonial. So you just say, hey, dear client, this could be in your onboarding form or you know questionnaire or whatever, or you can just have a verbal conversation with your existing clients. Say, hey, dear client, um, you know, reviews are very important to me and uh, I'm going to work hard to earn a five-star review from you, right? Or, you know, net, net promoter score is very important to me and I'm going to work very hard to earn a 10 out of 10 net promoter score from you, right? What, what would need to be the case for you to gladly give me a five-star review? slash 10 out of 10 net promoter score review, whatever, right? Basically, what do I need to do to earn, in your view, that five-star review? Ask them, just to tell them, leave a text field where they can just type in whatever the heck they want, right? And then that thing that they type in or that thing that they verbally tell you becomes your goal, right? If they say, well, if you could help me get rid of this back pain, right? So you could you could frame it a bit more precisely, like you could say, hey, what result would I need to deliver for you in order for you to feel that I'd earned that five-star review, right? Or you could just say, yeah, what would need to be the case for you to feel, you know, that I'd earned a five-star review from you? And then just, that's that's your goal, right? So if they say, well, if you could help me get rid of this back pain, or if you could help me get back to doing the splits again, or if you could help me whatever, right? Then that becomes the goal, and that can help you to, uh, if with existing clients, as well as with new clients, work towards a future-based goal that, you know, you're both collaborating to achieve. Uh, and then, you know, you know that when you achieve that goal, you're going to earn a five-star review. So just ask them, right? Just ask them and then keep a record, right? And then what I would suggest the next thing is do periodic check-ins. And I suggest you do these check-ins every four 
weeks. And I, do, I suggest you do this with every single client. We do this with every single client that we have. And what you do is you say, you know, dear client, of you know, you just send out a little Google form, right? As, which is free. You can sign up for a Google account for free. You can write a Google form for free. You can share it for free. Um, so you just ask uh, these questions. Dear client, I'm loving working with you. I hope you're loving working with me. I want to provide the best service possible. Um, you know, please answer these three or uh, four short questions um, so that I, you know, take 30 seconds to answer this short questionnaire so that I can give you even better service. Question one, what would you like me to do more of? Question two, what would you like me to stop doing? Question three, what would you like me to keep doing? Question four, on a scale of one to five, with five being the best possible and one being terrible, how would you rate, you know, how satisfied are you with your results and experience working with me? That's it. That's all you ask. What would you like me to do more of? What would you like me to stop doing? What would you like me to keep doing? Scale of one to five, five being perfect and one being terrible. How satisfied are you with your results and experience working with me? And then uh, those things that they, they, the answers they give you to what would you like me to do more of? What would you like me to stop doing? What would you like me to keep doing? Those become really useful feedback for you, right? That tells you how to have more satisfied clients. And then if they give you a five out of five rating, great, awesome. If they give you a less than five out of five rating, so anything from 4.99999 or less, right? Then you reach out to them and say, hey, dear client, I see you gave me a four star on the satisfaction. What would it take? What will it take? For me to earn a five next time I ask you this question. And they'll say, oh, well, if we, if you could do blah, right, that would be a five, right? And then you just go, great. All I have to do is do that thing that you just told me that you want me to do, and then I get a five. Awesome, <laughs> right? And then you rinse and you so say, you do that thing, right? And it's probably one of the things that they said they want you to stop doing or do more of or, or something right? It's probably one of those things. And so you just do that, right? And then in four weeks, when you ask them again, they're going to give you a five. Now, when they give you a five, right? And slash or when they've obtained their result that they said, you know, when you said at the start, you framed it and said, what would it take for you to feel justified in giving me a five-star review? Then you say, well, dear client, (laughs) I said I was going to ask you for a review and uh, when we achieved X, and now we've achieved X, I'm asking you for that review. Now, here's why reviews are so helpful to me as a small business owner slash person who teaches Pilates. You know, they really help my business. People really pay attention, a lot of attention to these. That helps me fill my classes. It helps me, you know, know, get better jobs, et cetera. Now, I suggest that's that's a little kind of, you know, you're, you're reminding them of their um, agreement. Now, if you can provide some leverage in the form of a carrot and a stick, <laughs> even better. So uh, the best time to ask a review, in my opinion, is when, when it's time for someone to re-enroll. So maybe they've just finished their 10 pass, right? Or they've finished their six-week program with you, Okay. Um, is basically I would say as part of the re-enrollment process, right, in order to re-enroll, 
you know, will you please provide a review? Here's a link to where you leave a review. So give them, make it easy for them. Don't make them search it up on the internet. And as a thank you for providing a review, I will give you an extra class on your next 10 pass. Right? Or I will give you an extra week on your next 10-week program or whatever. Right? Give them something extra for giving you a review. All you need to do is send me a screenshot of the review that you left and I will credit your account. Uh, and if they don't leave a review, follow them up and say, hey, Mary, I noticed you haven't left a review, you know, uh, have I done anything to, you know, to upset you? And Mary will say, oh, no, 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 sorry, I just haven't got around to it yet. And then Mary will do it. And if Mary doesn't, then you just follow up again and say, Mary, oh, I, I haven't seen that review come through yet. You know, uh, did you leave it? And Mary will, Mary will give you a review. So, dear listener, when you uh, give people, when you ask people to give you a review, I suggest you also ask them some specific questions uh, in order to prime them for the review. So, the final set of questions. So, I, I, you know, I advocated before that you send them this little four-part questionnaire or four-question form, you know, every four weeks to just basically check up and get feedback from them on what you can do to give even better service and make them even happier. And that you basically do a test, you know, review, test question of like, well, you know, if you were giving me a review right now, what would you give me out of five, right? And if it's less than five, you say, okay, what would it take to get that to a five? And then you just do that thing. Uh, and then when it does get to a five or when you obtain the result or at an agreed upon time, say at the end of the conclusion of the 10-week program or whatever, you ask them for a review, right? Because you say at the start of the program, hey, there's a 10-week program, you know, at the end of 10 weeks, I'm going to ask you for a review. So I want to know what needs to be the case, what we need to achieve or, you know, what we need to experience in this program for me to earn that five-star review, right? So you just ask them up front and you tell them, hey, in week 10, I'm going to ask you for a review. And then on week 10, the question is a bit longer, right? So it's a normal, this is kind of the same cadence, you know, every four weeks or whatever, you're sending this thing. And then at the final week, whatever week it is, week, 10, week 20, week four, week 12, whatever, the final week, the test, the, the, the question is a little bit longer and it goes like this. It's, it's just a Google form still. It says, what challenges were you struggling with before you started working with me? How did this affect your life? What's changed for you as a result of working with me? And how does that affect your life? If there's one word to describe what you've gained from working with me, what would it be? What was one unexpected benefit of working with me? And then would you be willing, you know, on a scale of one to five, how satisfied, you know, one, five being perfect, one being terrible, how satisfied are you, you know, with your results and experience working with me? Please leave a Google review. You know, would you be willing to leave a Google review? It's really important to me. Here's why it's important. If you do it, I'll give you an extra. I'll give you an extra part, an extra class on your next ten pass. Just send me the screenshot. Uh, you know, click here to leave a review. It really would mean the world to me. 
So they've, you've just primed them by asking them all of these questions. And I would also ask, uh, may I use your comments for publicity? Right? I'd put a little checkbox, you know, you may use my comments for publicity. I'd have that default checked and then they have the option to uncheck it. Uh, and then send them off to give their review. And you've just primed them with these questions, right, about results and obstacles. So they go, they go and leave their review. You're going to get much more compelling reviews based on that. Plus, you've actually got what they wrote in this form, which you can, for 99% of the time, they're going to say, yes, you can use my comments. And so you can then use what they wrote in this form as a testimonial as well right? Uh, which is very, very powerful at a time. Like some of those th- the answers people give to what's the, if you could describe, you know, the benefit of working with me in one word, that can be incredible because people just write like, wow, or amazing or life-changing or inspirational, or, you know, like people just write incredibly powerful stuff. Um, and, you know, those other questions, like how does this affect your life? What's changed as a result? You know, what challenges are we struggling with? That talks about the obstacles and the problems. So we're really going to draw out all of those things with this questionnaire. Uh, and you can use the answers to this questionnaire or slash and, you know, what they write in the actual review, uh, you know, either or both, um, to display on your website or send in emails to your you know, prospects and clients or to put on your social media feed. Um, you know, there's lots of ways that you can use these reviews. Uh, you know, uh, I put them on a page and we, we uh, make a PDF with all the reviews on them and send it to prospective clients. You know, there's lots of things you can do. Uh, so finally, I want to talk about how, uh, and sorry, I just, just to finish up on that, that last thought, you know, this process for us now results in about 90% of students leaving a a five-star review, right? 10% of students, for some reason, just don't leave a review. My guess is they just don't get around to it. Uh, But if you, you you know, frame it and then periodically ask them for, you know, every four weeks for their feedback and how to rate it on one one to five, and if it's less than five, you reach out to them directly and say, hey, what would it take to get that to a five? And then you do that thing. By the end of the program, they're going to be like, holy cow, this is the best program I've ever had. I want to leave you a review. I really want to leave you a review, right? So you're not going to have any problem getting people to leave a review because you said at the start, I'm going to ask you for a review. And then you diligently followed up and you asked them for their feedback and you implemented their feedback and you said, what's it going to take to get this to a five? And then you did that, right? So of course I want to give you a review. And then you follow up and you say, hey, Mary, I know you haven't left your review yet, you know. Would you mind doing that? It really makes a difference to my business. Uh, and Mary's going to do it for you. All right. So how the last thing I want to talk about is uh, how to display reviews or testimonials. Now, I think, uh, you know, there's something very, very simple here that you can do that will really, you know, multiply the the effectiveness of a testimonial uh, because when you create a great big wall of proof, which I got from Alex Hormozzi, which is basically just a massive, big, you know, scroll, web page, PDF, you know, whatever it might be of just testimonial after testimonial after testimonial after testimonial after testimonial, you know, ad infinitum <laughs> down the page. And it, like, imagine if someone comes to your website and you're saying, hey, I will help you 
you know, overcome your back pain in six weeks, right? And they're like, yeah, I'm not sure. You know, that sounds great. I've got this terrible back pain. I really want to get rid of it, but I'm not sure if this will work for me, right? And then you say, well, here's what my clients are saying, right? And then they go, oh, here's, you know, Janine from, you know, this suburb. And she, Janine said, OMG, my back pain's gone. I can't believe it. I've only been in the program four weeks. Like, this is incredible. And then there's, you know, Mary from this other suburb. And Mary says, my back pain's 90% better after a month. This is amazing. And then there's Jacob. And Jacob says, my back has never felt so limber. I'm 65 years old and I can do do my yoga poses again. And, you know, then there's Andrew. And Andrew says, oh, you know, this is amazing. You know, I've tried you know, physical therapy and massage and chiropractic. But when I started working, you know, with Mary here, my back's never felt better. Like, and they just read more and more and more and more of these testimonials. It's like their disbelief is going to dissolve, right? These things are so powerful. So what you want to do is provide a great big wall of proof that you can deliver on what you say you do, right? You can deliver the result you're promising. Uh, And in my view, there is no such thing as too many testimonials on a page. Like we, I'll, I'll share a page in the show notes that we use. We send all of our um, um, leads that, you know, people who click on our ads uh, to a landing page, just a web page, um, which has a little form on it for them to fill out and request more information. And then underneath that, there is a scroll of doom that goes, you know, there must be a hundred or so testimonials on this page, written and video. And they're all just saying, OMG, this is amazing. This is life-changing. This really delivered. I'm so confident. I'm so happy. I'm so glad I did this program. This changed my life. This was transformational. This is incredible. It's like, by the time you've read 20 or 30 of those, you're like, okay, (laughs) these guys seem legit, right? And, And having those, having those, testimonials on those landing pages increases our conversion on those landing pages. So the number of people who actually give us their details and request more information by about 50%, right? So which means 50% more sales, right? So what, what would you what would your business look like with 50% more sales, right? Or what would your Pilates class look like with 50% more people in it, right? Or 50% more people on your wait list or whatever. So this is really powerful stuff. So, yeah, so I suggest you display these, you know, basically anywhere you can and don't be shy. Like more is better. Like more is more when it comes to testimonials, right? <laughs> Just more, like more is more is more. Um, because when they, when, when the prospect, you know, viewing this and scrolling down your page gets to the point where they're like, holy cow, I'm, I'm not going to get to the bottom of this page, <laughs> right? That's when like you've beat them, right? You, your great big pile of proof has defeated their great big pile of skepticism. And so this is the power of testimonials and reviews, I think. All right, so how to display them. So firstly, more is more, right? Just the more, the better. Lay it on with a trowel. The second thing is for each testimonial, uh, display, you know, the, the testimonial in full, you know, the, the full text of what someone wrote, plus pull out a 10-word or less quote right? Just 10 words they said somewhere, anywhere in the in the whole testimonial. You know, it could be five words, could be one word, but pull out some very short, pithy, concise, powerful statement. And if you use these questions that people, that, that, I, that I talked through a minute ago, 
you will get a statement like this from almost every single person. It'll be something like, let me just open up the page that we use and so I can read you a couple of uh, our ones. Okay, so you know, just little sentences like, this course has been life-changing. It's the best online course I've ever completed. They're consistently working to improve on an almost perfect program. I was surprised and delighted that any online course could achieve such a level of personal attention, feedback, and realistic practice teaching opportunities. I wasn't sure initially about doing a Pilates course online, but I have to say that I'm beyond satisfied with the program that Breathe offers. Not only have I found support through this community, the teachers and the other students, but I've found how fun and creative Pilates can be as well. So I'm not going to read you anymore, but basically the point is pulling out a single sentence, a single phrase that that really is, it talks about the result or the obstacle or both. Okay. So for you as a Pilates instructor, it might be things like my back pain is gone or I was skeptical about Pilates because I've always gone to the gym, but holy cow, this is amazing stuff. Everyone should do it. You know, my wife dragged me along and I didn't want to be there, but I'm a convert. I was worried about training online, but since working with, you know, Mary, it's, you know, I, I, I've never felt better, right? Just something very like pithy and concise and powerful. And I promise you, you will get these statements when you use the questions that I've given you. So, Pull something like that out, put it in bold, in larger font, and put quotation marks around it and make it the headline for the for the testimonial. Uh, the other thing that you can do is literally just do a screenshot, and this is what we do, and you'll see it in uh, in the page that I'll, I'll link to underneath uh, in the show notes, is that we literally just do a screenshot of the review, right? It's got the person's name and their photo and the number of stars, and it's got the whole review, all the text they wrote. And then we just like draw a rough as guts red square around, you know, one phrase that they've written to show, hey, this is like, this is something they actually wrote, right? And this is the bit you should focus on out of this, like, you know, 50 or 80 or 100 word you know, review, focus on these six words here. These are the bit that you really need to focus on. So just really highlighting, you know, one powerful statement about a result or an obstacle or both as either a headline or as a literal highlight or a red box around it or something on each review or testimonial. Now, I really like just screenshots of reviews on your website. Um, I think the more uh, the the less polished they look, the better in a lot of ways. I think when they look more polished, often uh, I think my belief is it decreases the trustworthiness of them uh, and that when people see that they're actual genuine screenshots, um, and this is where text messages and DMs and things, screenshots of those things are very powerful because like they're, you know, they're genuine, like the people just unforced you know, said this stuff to you, uh, and you've screenshotted it, and then with with their permission shared it. You know that that is legit in most people's view. So yeah, just display them uh, with that with the name, preferably the full name, and preferably the photo of the person. I think the photo is less important, but a full name is really, I think, is really important. 
um, and the number of stars they gave you, and then the full text, and then but but a headline or a highlight um, in super bold, um, which just says you know a result and slash or uh, an obstacle. Okay, well. That is how I propose you use these testimonials. Oh, if you're if you're an instructor, if you're an instructor and you don't have a studio or a business, put them on your resume, right? If the last eight pages of your resume are screenshots of testimonials from clients and previous employers, right, you're going to get the job. I guarantee it, right? So just think outside the box, or if there's even just a link. On your in your bio to testimonials, or you've just got place them in your social media feed in the wall, right? Your social media page, like just with as I've suggested here, you know, pull out a a pithy quote, put the person's name, etc. And don't make, I know you know it's tempting, but I strongly encourage you to resist the temptation to make them look pretty. I strongly suggest you use just actual screenshots from your mobile device, because if you're looking on a mobile device, it's got to fit properly on the mobile device, screenshots of the actual review with some highlight or, you know, something in bold typed up the top or something like, actually, when it looks less polished, it's going to be more believable. Now, I know that might hurt your OCD, (laughs) but I strongly encourage you to do it because it's going to make your bank balance (laughs) a lot happier. (laughs) All right. So I hope you found this helpful. Uh, I believe this is a practice that we all should be doing because not only do you get great testimonials, but you actually give better service in the process because you're asking people, what will it take for me to earn five stars from you? You know, what can I do better? What can I do more of? What should I do less do, less of? Uh, you know, what needs to be different for me to, for you to give me a five out of five next time? Uh, and then you do those things and you give better service and you have happier clients and uh, everybody's a winner. All right. Much love, and I'll see you in the next one. After two exercise science degrees and over a decade and a half of reading research daily, I've condensed all the current science on rehab into a program called the Clinical Exercise Specialist Rehabilitation. Inside the program, I'll teach you to do three things. One, deeply understand how the body works. Two, confidently and expertly rehab literally any client. And three, get results for your clients. So ultimately your clients tell their friends and you become known as the go-to expert in your area. This program is completely unlike any education you've done before, even if you've studied with us before, because of the way we've built the learning design. It's an online, flexible skill-based learning program, which means you keep doing the skills under supervision until you're good at them. It's more of a mentorship model than a traditional course model. So rather than rushing through the content and having sort of one go at everything, you actually just practice live and we give you feedback and guidance and we dialogue and explore concepts together until you're highly skilled and confident. We just keep working the material until you get it. It's not rushed at all. It's not about ticking off the content. It's about engaging, practicing, and applying it until you own it. This is a life-changing program, not some weekend certification. I've put my heart and soul into building this, and I can't wait to share it with you and help you discover your genius for anatomy and rehab. 
Now, because of the highly interactive nature of this program, we're only taking on 12 students worldwide. The program starts on March the 1st, and the first 12 qualified people to apply will be allowed to enroll. So if you're interested in learning more, click the link in the show notes and download the course guide or go to breathe-education.com and click on the clinical certification menu in our link in the top menu. That's breathe-education.com and click on the clinical certification link in the top menu.